I want to talk to you briefly about um, the assessment of academic achievement with multiple skill devices. In other words, tests that um, would, would assess many different academic areas. So achievement tests are the most frequently used tests in educational settings. Multiple skill achievement tests evaluate student knowledge and understanding in various curricular areas that might be reading, science, math. They're intended to assess the extent to which students have profited from schooling and other life experiences compared with other students of the same age or grade. Consequently, most of the achievement tests are norm-referenced, although some are standards-referenced measures. Norm-referenced and standard-referenced achievement tests are designed in consultation with subject matter experts, and they're believed to reflect national curricula and national curricular trends in general. Achievement tests are used to tell teachers the skills students do, do have and the skills they do not have, so they can make reasoned um, estimates about where to start instruction. So achievement tests can be classified along a few different dimensions. Um, and the most important one describes their specificity in terms of um, and density of content. So diagnostic achievement tests have dense content. There are many more items to assess specific skills and concepts, and they allow finer analysis to pinpoint specific strengths and weaknesses in academic development. Tests with fewer, fewer items per skill allow comparison among test takers, but they don't really have enough items to pinpoint student strengths and weaknesses. The tests may still be useful for estimating a student's current um, general level of functioning in comparison with other students, and they do estimate the extent to which a student has acquired the skills and concepts that other students their same age and grade may have acquired. Another important dimension is the number of students that can be tested at once. Achievement tests are designed to be given to groups of students or to individual students. Generally, group tests require students to read and either write or mark answers. Individually administered tests may require an examiner to read questions to a student, and they might allow students to respond orally. The primary advantage of individualized, individually rather administered tests is that they afford examiners the opportunity to observe students as they work on problems. In that way, examiners can get valuable qual qualitative information in addition to the quantitative information the scores provide. Um, and also a group test can be appropriately given to one student at a time, but individualized tests should not be given to uh, a group of students. So all in all, group administered multiple skill achievement tests have limited use in planning for instruction for individual students. Their primary use in schools today is for making accountability decisions for the school. If you're selecting a multiple skill achievement test, you have to consider four factors. You would wanna consider um, the content validity, the stimulus response modes, which becomes particularly uh, important for students with disabilities, the standards that are used in your state and whether they're aligned, and the relevant norms. So 
First, you'd have to think about the content validity um, and make sure that the, that the test is actually um, assessing the area that it says that it is. Um, so if, if a test is to be used to assess just the extent to which the student has profited from school instruction, that is their achievement, then more than general content validity is required. The test has to match the instruction provided, right? So you have to test what you've taught. Tests that don't match instruction lack content validity. And so you would want to take those results with a grain of salt, so to speak. When you're making decisions um, about content validity for students with disabilities, you have to really think about the extent to which the student has had the opportunity to learn the content of the test. And that is including have they had access to the general curriculum. Um, you also have to think about um, for students with disabilities, the stimulus response note, stimulus response mode. Um, they can be exceptionally difficult for students if they have physical or motor problems or tracking, visual tracking problems. Um, along the same lines, tests that are timed can be inappropriately difficult for students when they have a processing problem. Uh, you also have to think about what standards your state uses if your state has adopted the Common Core standards, which Vermont has. And then always think about whether or not the, the norms, the population that the test was normed on is a match for your population. So are the norms valid for the students that you are working with?